We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Brian is the CEO of Decker Retirement. And today he's going to bring on Brad Geddes as well. Brad's been on this program plenty of times before. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us today. You want to find out more about Brian, Brad, and the team, you can always go to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And as we say every week on this program, uh, it's a great place for you to go to maybe self-educate yourself about some of the retirement challenges. Uh, On the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, there's a heading, Safer Retirement Education. There's 12 different things you can download, including Brian's book, The Decker Approach on Retirement. You can download that. There's 12 different things you can download, no cost to you. It's really there for your information. If you get some of that information and you're like, well, I got some questions about this, you want to talk with the team, you got some concerns, you know, I think I've got enough, I hope I've got enough, I don't know. Perfect reason to call the team at Decker Retirement. They're here to help. 833 707 3030. We'll give you that number throughout the program. And again, the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. They're here to help. If you need help, you want some guidance, not even sure if you need it, be a great place to start. 833-707-3030. All right, Brian and Brad are going to talk about a topic today that I think once I ask the first question, I'm done. I'm 63. I have no idea what this means. So we're going into the world of AI, artificial intelligence. Brian, give us where are we headed today, artificial intelligence. Well, how does this affect retirees and their portfolio management and what's coming? Because we just had, Brad, we had uh, a strike in Hollywood for the writers, and uh, they they don't want to be replaced. So Chat GPT is threatening to take over the jobs of the writers, and so they're on strike. And then you've got people in San Francisco and a couple other cities that have authorized the use of artificial intelligence to replace taxi cab drivers um, and Uber drivers and Lyft drivers. They're out of jobs. The automation push is is amazing. Robotics is using artificial intelligence and portfolio management, Brad. Uh, this is pretty exciting. In our firm, uh, we are asking a lot of questions. We're looking at platforms. In fact, we're in the middle of due diligence right now of looking at um, ways that portfolio management, there's going to be a huge shifting of gears. I'm, I'm going to bounce around a little bit and we'll get to an article that came out from the SEC in a second. But imagine this as, a, as just a demonstration of what artificial intelligence can do. I, I heard, gosh, probably a couple months ago that a genealogist that artificial intelligence can do in one hour the genealogy work that a genealogist can do in a lifetime in one hour so the 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 way that that investments are going to change is going to be incredible. Let me give you some examples. So Brad, you chime in on this. Pattern recognition is one. You throw into the computer 150 years of S&P patterns and seasonality 
and you have the ability for a computer to tell you when to be in the market, when to be out of the market. And we're not talking about 8% average annual returns for the S&P anymore. You're talking about three and four times that. I mean, this is going to be big for whoever figures it out. But guess what? The early adopters get burned, right, Brad? I mean, the people who are going and and trying to learn and figure this out. Oh, and speaking of learning, AI can learn itself. Under pattern recognition, you have a self-learning investment concept where they're looking for the best times to get in a stock, a sector, and the best time to get out of a stock or a sector or an index. Um, This is going to revolutionize the way we invest for sure. Now, there'll be some people during this transition that insist on buying and holding and doing their mutual funds, but the returns that are possible from artificial intelligence, from AI, and the platforms we're seeing are incredible, incredible. Brad, what would you say about AI on the investing? Um, yeah, I think it's it's still pretty nascent. You know, it's, it's pretty early stages uh, for at least the retail investor side. Chat GPT has brought a lot of light uh, a lot of shed a lot of light on something that's actually been underway for a very long time. Uh, you know, I have friends out here in the Bay Area that have worked with artificial intelligence for you know the better part of a decade uh, in marketing and um, you know different types of, of engineering. Like uh, friends that are software engineers. So this, while ChatGPT is the first real retail application, and some of the cool things it can do to process natural language is, is really neat. Um, I want to just keep in mind that this has been around for quantitative skills and quantitative analyses for quite a long time. And so on the investing front, I'm a little less, um, I'm a little less bullish on this being new and groundbreaking because you know, machine learning and uh, you know, deep, uh, deep data analysis that's coming from AI, it's, it, that's been around for a while, you know, pat- pattern recognition, Again, data and analytics that goes well beyond what uh, an individual is able to process just with the computer screen um, is already remarkable what it's been able to do. And I, I don't think we've yet seen a retail application that's really going to stick around uh, for a while. Um, not yet, at least. Um, I, I think certainly on the hedge fund front, there's firms that are doing this. But on the retail side, I haven't seen anything come about that's that compelling. I've, I've spent... Uh... As a matter of fact, just yesterday, Brad, over the weekend, um, I spent close to four hours looking at just uh, podcast info on pattern recognition using AI, sector rotation using AI. So we're, as a firm, Decker Retirement Planning, we're looking at and doing some due diligence on some models right now that are pretty exciting and what they have to offer under pattern recognition, sector rotation, um, so we'll have more to say on this, but this is brand new. Hey, Brad, let's dive in. So, so the ro- robotization of America on the manufacturing side is uh, good and bad. It's good and the, the the productivity will go way up. It's bad in that there's human cost to jobs. Um, we're going to be watching this uh, supposedly um, more and more um, – changes in that efficiency. But again, specifically on the uh, retirement planning side, uh, there's going to be some changes immediately on the risk side of risk management. There was a 
a warning letter sent, Brad, to it was the state of, of uh, Massachusetts. The Secretary of the Commonwealth sent out a letter to J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, to make sure that uh, AI is going to benefit clients, not benefit the firm. So that is a fiduciary plank in making sure that uh, anything that's done is to the benefit of the client, not to the benefit of the firm. So Brad, any comments on that? I mean, that's something that came up on our radar this week. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of gets to the heart of why I think this is, there's going to be a lot of excitement up front. Um, but the, the, you know, there's, there's an inherent conflict uh, that needs to be resolved before this gets deployed at a mass scale. You know, you think about, I guess I got my CFP a few years back. And, and one of the things that you have is a duty of care. Uh, so you, you have to care. Uh, you have a duty to be in the know. You have to have a duty as to, to, to be up to date on information and uh, understand what's going on in, uh, in the world of, of finance and investing. And one of the reasons AI exists is because there are some things that we fundamentally can't understand and because we just don't have the computing power that AI does. And so using that as a way to generate actual recommendations essentially just recommends a black box uh, that you just follow. And the black box becomes something where you do not understand why. And you just sort of have to blindly trust it. And I was actually talking to a lawyer friend of mine about this, and, and he just thinks this is going to be a huge area of contention in his world because if an AI is generating recommendations on the legal front and it ends up being wrong, who's at fault? Is it AI company? Is it a lawyer? Is it like, who is it? And so I think that, you know, what they're doing to challenge the ability for firms like financial firms to use AI is really important because um, you can't just have people using AI to generate recommendations when AI still is in a state where it can hallucinate. AI can give the exact wrong information that is knowable and it might sound good, but it'll be wrong. And so I, I think in terms of translating, using AI to translate to formal financial advice that leads to purchasing and selling behavior in portfolios, I, I just think that's a little ways off. One of the other things, Brad, that is uh, a factor in planning is to have on-the-fly adjustments of income in the good years and maybe in the bad years. Can you imagine? I mean, this is Star Trek happening right now in our live AI on the planning side, on the income side, can make adjustments uh, as things go into place for changes in taxes, uh, can make plans for changes and adjustments in portfolio income if the market is good or bad. I mean, that's pretty cool that everything can be automated because right now, here we are in the 21st century, Brad, and we still have the pie chart. I mean, that is really a horse and buggy instrument. And to go from the pie chart to AI is uh, is a quantum leap. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's very true. Having something more real time and being able to process complex data is where AI is going to do really well. Hey, Brian, uh, we're going to move on here in a little bit to get deeper into this artificial intelligence stuff. But maybe before we wrap up this first segment, you and Brad maybe could touch on the fact, because you always talk about how you guys create plans for your clients at, at Decker Retirement. And you always say that, hey, we use the six different computer trend following managers or something. That's AI, isn't it? Kind Brad, of? you want to weigh in on that? Because that's computer programs, but it's not AI. Can you tell the yeah, difference? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not artificial intelligence. That's not uh, what that is. It's, it's, I mean, there's a difference between just an algorithm, you know, an algorithm that's cued to ingest 
specific data points and then have um, a signal derived from those inputs. And that's just basic math. And, and no, not to say it's, you know, basic is the wrong word. It's fairly advanced math. Uh, but that is the, that is just an algorithm. It's uh, it's a way of processing data that's very finite. Um, general AI, uh, which is what we're sort of talking about today, is uh, much more open-ended. Uh, it doesn't have a specific set of inputs. It doesn't have a specific set of outputs. It's supposed to be a lot more nimble than just dissecting whether we should be in a long position or in a cash position for like the QQQs. You know, that's one of the ETFs that we use signal providers. So it's it's not AI, it is uh, math driven and data driven, but um, pretty pretty far ways off from being just a black box uh, artificial intelligence. So Brad, uh, you're saying computers are not AI. Uh, uh, correct. That is correct. See? Computers just process data. Um, AI is uh, uh, supposed to work towards being an actual stand-in for, you know, get real, real big here, but be like a stand-in for consciousness in a way. Um, like doing uh, less automated, more open-ended, um, complex thinking, proactive thinking, um, rather than just a single task. Wow. Okay. We're going to learn about artificial intelligence today on this program, Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Brad Geddes of Decker Retirement Planning. Again, if you'd like to pick up any of the things from their website under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, uh, there is Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. There's three principles of retirement book. There's a checklist challenge. There's a sample income plan. That's only four of the 12 different things you can download on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, under the heading of Safer Retirement Education. It's no cost to you, no obligation, nothing. It's just you go there and you download it and it's yours. There you go. You got questions? Maybe you want to call them. But if you're not really sure where you are on this road to retirement, can I retire? Do I have enough? I think I've got enough. Why don't you find out? Call the team at Decker Retirement. They're here to help if they can. 833-707-3030 is the number. 833-707-3030. There's no cost to chat with the team. There's no pressure. There's no obligation whatsoever. They're here to help you if they can. And then if they can, do you want their help? That's Really how simple it is. I think the one, really the key of this, I think it's one of the more important phone calls you can make because we're talking about retirement, which could last 20 or 30 plus years. You want to make sure your money lasts that long. How are you going to be able to do that on your own if you don't really have the experience in this world? That's where I think Brian and the team at Decker Retirement really are a key cog in this to ease some of that stress you have. That's why I think it's one of the more important phone calls you can make because even if you don't become a client of Decker Retirement, you're going to walk away from the conversation on the phone or in person with a much better understanding of your situation. That's why I think it's so valuable. 833-707-3030. Back with more of Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Brad Geddes of Decker Retirement Planning right after this. If you only think about taxes once a year, you're doing it wrong. To get the most out of your retirement nest egg, you shouldn't just file your taxes. You need to plan for them. Call Brian now to see what tax opportunities you could take advantage of. 833-707-3030. That's 833-707-3030. Decker Retirement Planning has a question for you. Is your retirement inflation-proofed? 
Here's what we mean. In retirement, chances are you're on a fixed income with variable expenses. So how do you not run out of money when the cost of just about everything continues to go up? You inflation-proof it. Brian Decker and the team at Decker Retirement Planning can show you strategies to help combat inflation so it doesn't outpace your retirement income. Call Brian Decker today at 833-707-3030 to learn more. Inflation could take a huge chunk out of your retirement savings, but it doesn't have to. With some simple planning, inflation can go from being a major disruption to a minor annoyance. Call Brian and the team at Decker Retirement Planning now to start inflation-proofing your retirement today at 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. Investing involves risk. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Brad Geddes of Decker Retirement Planning. You can always go find out more on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. you have questions, boy, I hope I can retire. I just don't know if I can. Uh, that's 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. No cost to chat with the team. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us. Today, we're talking about artificial intelligence. And it is interesting, Brian, because you talk about a lot about your planning process where you use the computer trend following models to help guide you. And Brad said, well, that's not the same thing as artificial intelligence. Maybe touch a little bit on kind of the computer trend moving all the way into now this new artificial intelligence it's not the same but it's kind of in the same ballpark i don't i don't know yeah so let's cover past present and future on the on the computer effect on portfolio management specifically and then we'll broaden this out to retirement planning in general uh in your 20s 30s 40s and 50s the accumulation strategies haven't changed much in 50 years buy and hold you uh kick money into your 401k every two weeks. And if the market goes down 30 or 40%, no big deal because the income's coming from your work and your 401k takes a hit, but you're kicking money, new money into a down market down 30, 40%. So in the three to five years that it takes to recover, when it does recover, you're actually better off for it. But those are the accumulation years with an accumulation strategy. You try using that in your retirement years and you are in big trouble. Common sense here. Markets down 40 or 50 percent on the portfolio that's funding your retirement. Now you're not getting your income that you wanted because your portfolio is down 40 or 50 percent and you're drawing from it during the three to five years that the market recovers. So you're pulling money out of an account that's down. Mathematically, factually, logically, when you draw income from a fluctuating account, you compromise gains when markets go up and you accentuate losses when markets go down and it works until it doesn't. And when it doesn't, last time was 2022. Stocks, S&P was down 19%, NASDAQ down 33%, bonds were down 20%, and a lot of people had a big life-changing event when they looked at their portfolio. Now, fortunately, the markets have come back. It wasn't a 2000, 01, and 02, a three-year hit, followed by a recovery, and then another hit of 50%. 
in 08. That was a killer. And millions of people had to go back to work in retirement. They had to sell their home, move in with the kids, go back to work because they're, they were using accumulation strategies during uh, their 60-year-plus uh, distribution years where they should have been using a distribution strategy. So when it comes to buy and hold, that is an accumulation strategy. When it comes to um, distribution strategy, it's very important to lower your risk, employ the tax minimization strategies that are available to you, have a plan, have income optimization strategies, and uh, put them to use. So for example, one of them are the computer programs that we use. And we stumbled onto these years ago by just doing what you would expect from any advisor that you would use. But I just don't see other people doing this. And li listeners, tell me if this isn't common sense. The, Mark, would you be impressed if Brad and I said to you, hey, we'll just use these five mutual funds. I'm sure there's better out there, but for your portfolio management, these five will work fine. Would you be impressed? I would because you had said, Mark, you're really, there's nothing really we can do for you. So I think these are just good <laughs> enough for you. <laughs> good okay. luck to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's what we actually do. And you would expect any math-based fiduciary to do what we're going to tell you that we do at DECA Retirement Planning. So what we do is we go to the databases on a quarterly basis. We have four requirements of the managers we look at. And by the way, these are the biggest databases. This is the Wilshire database, largest database of money managers in the world, the Morningstar database, largest database of mutual funds in the world, and a couple others. And we have four requirements. Number one, the risk manager has to have gone through a down market because we need to see how that, that company has protected capital in a down market. Number two, we, we need to see actual numbers, no hypothetical, no back-tested numbers. Number three, we have to see their numbers net of all fees. And number four is the most important. We, we need to see third-party verification on all the data. So we gather the numbers and we have four filters Number one, we get rid of managers that are closed to new investors. They're not taking any new clients. Number two, we get rid of managers that are hedge funds because of their volatility. Number three, we get rid of per account minimums uh, for managers that need five plus million dollars per account. And number, number four, we get rid of managers that are high beta. In the good years, they go way up. In the bad years, they go way down. What is left, the top producing net of fee, actual performance, risk management, they're all computer models. Not just the top five, but the top 25, 30. And this goes back 25 years. So these are computer models. And there's two types. One is called trend following where when the market is trending higher, you are invested in that index. You are invested in that sector. Uh, and when the market trend turns down, you are moved to cash or to another sector that's going up. Uh, so one is trend following, and the second is pure momentum. The momentum strategies are also called relative strength strategies. These are fascinating because they follow relative strength scores to buy whatever is going up. So for example, in 2000, 01 and 02, when the S&P is down 50%, NASDAQ's down 70%, there were other sectors that were making money all the way through that three-year period. Real estate was doing very well all three years. 
so is gold, so is silver, so is energy, so is healthcare, biotech, pharmaceuticals. All those sectors were doing well during that three-year period where the rest of the market was getting devastated. And computer programs pick up whatever is trading above zero return. So you're not buying the best worst. You're buying absolute positive returning sectors. And if there's no, no, no sectors that are earning positive returns, then you're in cash. That's how momentum computer models work. We use those right now today. We are in the middle of due diligence right now on other sector rotation funds that are using AI. We are looking at other uh, managers right now that are using AI to buy the top three sectors or to be in the market and when to be out of the market. But this is brand new ground, Brad. Um, so I've talked about where we've been in the past and where we are now with our computer models. And I, there's not a lot of people who do what we do on the, uh, on the risk management side. And I want to point out one more variable that's very important, and that is what used to work in the last 15 years. We have data to show that it may be really a struggle to work in the next 15 years. So there's been four times that the S&P 500 has ever traded above 30 times trailing earnings, only four times. One was 1929, and that took 17 years to get your money back. The second was 1964. It took 18 years to get your money back. The third was November of 1999. It took 14 years to get your money back. The fourth was November of 2021. We hit 32 times trailing earnings. And if history repeats, and we hope for the best, but we are planning for the worst. If history repeats, we're looking at 15 years of flat, choppy markets, where markets go up, markets go down. Anyone who wants a visual of this, look at the GE, General Electric chart, ticker GE, and go back 19 years and you'll see there's ups and there's downs, there's ups and there's downs, there's ups, and in 19 years, it has gone nowhere. Now that's devastating for people in retirement to go 15 years and draw money from a portfolio that hasn't made money in 15 years. To say that differently, if history repeats, if we've entered a flat market cycle, no passive investment strategies of buying and holding indexes, stocks, or ETFs will earn money in the next 15 years. It will only be the active strategies that are able to make money. So in the NFL, Mark, one last quick analogy, and then our segment's up. There's an offense and a defense. There's a time to play offense. When the market's in an uptrend, we put those offensive indexing or other strategies to work. But there's a time to play defense when the market's in a downtrend and preserve capital or use strategies that are able to make money in a down market. So there's a lot of moving parts here, certainly, when it comes to your situation. And, and Brian and Brad and the team at Decker Retirement, when you, when you chat with them about your hopes and dreams for retirement, it really is about... What do you want out of retirement? What are you going to do? How are you going to spend your time? But also, it's about what income do you have? Is it is it more than what your expenses will be? I mean, are you in good shape? Are you in tight shape? Where are you? Uh, what do you want to do? How are you going to spend your time? It's it's not all about finances. Uh, certainly not all about computer trend models. But all of that is important so that we can feel comfortable and sleep at night less stressed, we hope, right? Everybody's situation is unique, and that's how Brian and the team look at it. They're here to help you. 
833-707-3030. No cost to chat with the team. 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. Brian and Brad talking a little artificial intelligence. And what does that really mean for us, I think, is the big picture question. We'll, we'll find out from Brian and Brad when we come back right here on Safer Retirement Radio. As the weather warms, the open roads begin to beckon. If you've been getting the itch to travel, call Brian at 833-707-2020 to make sure you have enough saved to keep the winds of adventure blowing in retirement. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Brad Geddes of Decker Retirement Planning. Again, you can always go to the website to learn more. You can go to the Safer uh, retirement education head, heading and pick up anything that you'd like. Brian's book on retirement, the Decker approach is there. A lot of things you can download uh, for your knowledge and maybe answer some questions you have about retirement. But DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, you can always call them 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us today. We're talking about artificial intelligence. Now, Brad, because you graduated from the University of Washington, summa cum laude, we know Brian graduated from Washington, but I don't think he had any special connotation after his graduation. He just made it. Brian made it. But you are a different level here. So Brad, Brian talked about the past of computers and financial, you know, how the financial world worked, really. Uh, the computer trend models of today that you guys certainly use for your clients at Decker Retirement. But because of your extra knowledge and you're younger— <laughs> than us. We need your insight into artificial intelligence. Where is it going? Yeah, sure. So, you know, just to you know, go back to a point we were talking about earlier is how is um, AI going to influence the world of investing? And I think the obvious or what seemingly obvious applications of AI aren't um, going to be coming about for a while. You know, we talked about our computer generated algorithms um, that we use that um, you know, just to draw a quick distinction here is um, there are a lot of investment models out there that are algorithmically derived. Um, and the differentiation here between that, um, even though it is computers and it is fancy and it is processing a lot of information, is that that's a rigid set of instructions that are encoded into that algorithm. And the output, it's, it's, it's more like you're baking cookies. You, you have a rigid recipe that's meant to produce the cookie and be able to replicate the results of that same cookie in and out. If you were to contrast that, that would be uh, with AI. Uh, AI would be specifically coded to learn how to improve that cookie. And it would be constantly tweaking and iterating on not just the initial recipe, but ultimately getting to what is the best version of a cookie. And it can go even broader than that. It can start to become you know, an entire a uh, uh, way to prepare a meal or to, um, you know, it starts to get well beyond the rigid set of coded instructions. And so we use the computer algorithms, I think, in a way that is very applicable for today's environment, where you can use computer-aided uh, signals or trading strategies to, as Brian was saying, gen uh, generate outperformance over a simple buy and hold strategy. But that said, I'll, I'll stand by what I said earlier, where I, I think we're a ways out from the AI version of picking stocks. You know, just compliance alone is going to be a huge hurdle for fiduciaries like Decker Retirement Planning to implement a, you know, a truly AI-driven investment strategy because 
at its core, you have to just trust the AI and you can't really explain why it's under current AI, you can't really explain why it's investing the way that it is. And I ultimately am the one that's responsible for that. If my client's portfolio has changed, I have to know why and what caused it. And if I just say, hey, it's the AI told me to, <laughs> pretty sure I wouldn't be licensed by this time next year. Um, but I do think that there are some very interesting applications for AI in the world of financial planning and financial advisory. Um, and, and it's in the areas that I think are the most... Um, uh, I think the areas where we're going to see the most amount of improvement here is, is not too many, but I, I do think there are some really impactful ones. Um, you know, a good example would be like research. Uh, the ability for AI to, especially generative AI, like with uh, large language models, where it's producing text that is like natural language, um, is just huge. I mean, if I could have an AI process and do research and understand a question that I'm articulating and be able to incorporate previous questions that I've looked up in the past to be able to produce research that's actionable rather than having to read through, you know, 20 hours of reports to extract the 10 data points I need. You know, having AI be able to aid in that research is going to be just a game changer for me. Um, I also like AI for different forms of data processing, like scenario planning and stress testing of plans. Um, you know, looking back at looking at you know, current portfolio analyses and, and stress testing um, different scenarios, you know, how a portfolio would have performed in different markets, um, and being able to ask very just natural questions to uh, an AI, I, I think that will be a huge um, improvement. You know, it just makes it a lot more seamless and intuitive. So doing various forms of data processing that typically relied on some sort of a software uh, to do it, you know, being able to use AI that's been populated with information that uh, data, client data, uh, and, and having that turn into actual insights is, is going to be pretty cool. Um, you know, I also think just in the form of uh, this is kind of the last area that I see a lot of near-term improvements in AI applications for the world of financial advisory and financial planning is just in the communication front. You know, the number of questions that I get from people on a daily basis, that's, I just have to get back to them on it, you know, and I'm, I'm not an advisor that's going to pretend to know everything about everything. And I'm, my clients all know very well that if uh, uh, I don't know the answer to a question, they're all going to have heard me say, I don't know, but I'll find out. You know, I, I'm, I'm willing to say, I don't know everything about everything. And uh, so being able to answer questions that come through um, on just basic topics of education or maybe some advanced planning for an estate, uh, that ability to look up information instantaneously is going to be a huge help. So, you know, um, I think the other area, so that's education, educational content in general, um, and, and answering questions. Um, I, I also think that another interesting use case here is just in the form of efficiency. You, know, you spend a lot of time as an advisor just drafting emails and uh, you know, producing, Brian, how many, I don't even know how many hours you spend each week on that in-depth newsletter that you know, so many of our clients will say their eyes glaze over at the level of depth that goes into it, but we know it's at the core of who we are as a company. But you know, client communication, just drafting thoughtful emails and, and being able to draft those emails off of a couple of prompts, I think are going to be a huge time saving. So in sum, I think that AI, while maybe there will be a killer app one day that learns how to build its own algorithms and improve on its own algorithms to pick the right stocks and the right sectors, maybe we'll get there and maybe we'll get there in a point where the SEC is okay with it. Um, I think you know it'll, it will 
we'll stick with more of the algorithmic approach for a while uh, for the space of actually analyzing investments and recommending buys and sells. But I think the uh, area of efficiencies that are going to come through with um, AI being integrated into successful uh, fiduciary practices will come more on the side of like research, client communication, question answering um, that can take up quite a bit of time. So, Brian, what if I want to invest in AI? Is that a reasonable thing to think about? Investing in AI, yeah, there's certain companies that just since the first of the year have gone straight up and they've already digested, I think the next five years, Brad, I'm not exaggerating, next five years of income in NVIDIA is is already in the stock according to the price earnings and the valuation. Uh, I've read several articles about how the market for AI has to be huge just to move the stock um, anywhere in the next five years. So just like when the dot-com craze started, I think the NASDAQ was up uh, over 100, 150%. 1998, 1999, we peaked in March of 2000. And then a lot, gosh, a 70% drop. We went too far too fast. I, I have no reason to believe that uh, this won't be the true with AI investing too. There'll be a, a push to uh, overvalue these companies and then there'll be a correction. And when there's that kind of a correction, that's when the winners and losers will uh, filter out and we'll see how, how big this is. But uh, not minimizing the effect of AI, it's, it's going to be a, a huge game changer um, again, look at what's happened. The Hollywood actors and the writers, they've been on strike for over 100 days now. You've got New York Times publishers, uh, Wall Street Journal. Um, you've got Meredith Corporation. All these people that are publishers, they are very afraid for their jobs. Google, Microsoft. There's a coalition exploring suing big tech over content scraping and training their AI models on data produced by the organizations. But the New York Times has reportedly dropped out of the group, suggesting that they might reach separate deals with the tech giants that wield huge power over distribution and visibility. So we're watching the fear uh, right now. We're watching the rush in on buying those stocks, Mark, that are involved. And there's probably going to be a, not probably, there will be a settling out of winners and losers over the next few years. So do you think then that AI will make its way eventually into DECA retirement? You're keeping your eye on it. Brad's keeping his eye on it. I mean, you might have clients that ask about it. I don't know. I mean, is that where you see the future of that? You talked about the future of computer trend models and all that that you're in now. But do you see that working its way in? I suppose the more we know, but you, with your clients, I mean, they're trusting you with their life savings to make sure that their money will last as long as they need it to. You're not going to kind of take a serious, uh, I think, crazy risk with their money. So I don't know. Where do you see this going? Oh, go I ahead, Brent. I was going to say one thing. Yeah, sorry, Brent, for interrupting. This one kind of hits home for me because I get these types of questions all the time. You know, they, there's a trend or a fad that comes through. It just feels like it was just yesterday that I was getting questions from my clients that were in their 70s about how much they should invest in Bitcoin. And I'm just seeing this as the exact same thing all over again. Um, and I, I think it really comes back to when people are thinking about how to capitalize or make money or benefit from this wave. There's, there's, you know, I think there's some practical measures that are already underway at DECA retirement planning, things where efficiencies of how we run 
our company, how we educate our planners, how we communicate with clients. Those are those are already there. You know that that is live and now, and it makes us better and stronger as a firm. But I think that the actual investment strategies that we pursue as a company very much should not be changed. If anything, we're, it's like the antithesis of that. We need clients to be thinking about where they place their risk assets. We need clients to be thinking about what do they need early and often. You know, if, if they're investing their portfolio and they need income for the next one to three years, the hottest, newest, you know, newfangled AI strategy shouldn't even enter the conversation. And it's my job to know how much money they need in that time frame. Um, so it's being really diligent around where you're placing that risk, where money's coming from, how you operate with core fundamentals, um, building a solid tax plan, a solid estate plan where it's appropriate, and then investing accordingly. And where my clients are going to benefit over the long run is going to be on, from AI and trends like this is going to be on the risk bucket. You know, the risk bucket is purposely meant to benefit from trends like this. I was reading an article, you know, Accenture came out, they're suggesting that uh, in the next 10 years, they're expecting corporate profitability to go up by 38%. But that's, that's, that's the kind of math that I think my clients are going to benefit from, being exposed to the market and the right pieces of their plan uh, so that we can all ride this wave together um, rather than trying to find that needle in a haystack. Mark, I want to I want to just build off what Brad said. I agree with everything he says. We're using chat GBT AI content right now in our marketing. So we're using it right now for marketing content to know uh, geniusly where to put the the content um, out in the in the different markets that we're in. But I really believe that um, that AI is going to change and revolutionize how you invest in retirement. It will tell ideally your age, your health based on that, your income, how much you're spending. It'll tell how much you should have in risk, how much you should have in income. It'll, it'll break that down even, even more. And it will, uh, on the risk side, like Brad said, it will revolutionize. Let me give you two examples. There's a presidential cycle. Um, and there's a seasonality of the market. Just those two, if you just invest and know when the typical seasonality of the market is, there's sell in May and go away. The, the return since 1950 uh, in the S&P, if you invested $1,000 May 1 and sold it November 1 since 1950, your $1,000 is my, maybe $1,700. But if you invest $1,000 November 1 and sell at May 1, that six-month period produces gains of 12x. Um, so there's a seasonality of the market, plus there's a presidential cycle, just to mention two, where um, going into an election period, all the promises that are being made excite the markets, excite the economy, markets go up in anticipation of and there's an implementation of in the first year, and then years two and three, uh, there's a flattening out. So when AI is digesting all this in how to invest, when to invest, when to be in cash, it will revolutionize how we invest. So with all that being said, here's the bottom line. Brian and Brad are just talking about artificial intelligence because it's been a topic, right? And it's something that investors are wondering about. Uh, but really at the end of the day, when it comes down to your retirement plan, uh, the Decker approach, it's that safer retirement, which focuses on income planning and distribution planning. Now, if there are tools that can help them do their job better for you, that's great, obviously. But it's really about you knowing that when you retire, you're going to be fine. If you want to go back to work, that's your choice. You don't have to because we've got a plan in place and you should be good to go, right? I mean, that's really what we want to know. Can we retire and be okay? 
Well, Brian and Brad and the team at Decker Retirement are here to help you figure that out. 833-707-3030. No cost again for this chat. They're, they're here to help. 833-707-3030. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. 833-707-3030. I think you should call them right now. Great opportunity for you to find out about where you are on that road to retirement. All right, we're going to come back here with the final segment of today's Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Brad Geddes of Decker Retirement Planning. Stay with us. We all want the freedom to do the things that make us happy, especially in retirement. To get help with laying the foundation for that freedom, call 833-707-2020 to have a chat with Brian. What if you ordered a pizza, but when you opened the box, a couple of pieces were missing? That would be upsetting, right? Now, think about how much you believe you've saved for retirement. Do you still owe taxes on that money? Brian Decker and his team at Decker Retirement Planning understand the importance of tax planning and can help you reduce the impact that Uncle Sam has on your retirement. Give them a call today to start working on your retirement tax plan at 833-707-3030. Now may be a great time to lower your future tax liability. Create a retirement plan today so that you can get as many slices of your retirement pie as possible. Give Brian Decker a call at 833-707-3030 and schedule a visit. That's 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Brad Geddes of Decker Retirement Planning. You can always learn more on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And then, of course, under the heading Safer Retirement Education, a dozen different things you can download. Uh, maybe it might answer some of the questions you may have about your retirement that's upcoming or you're already retired. Great information there, uh, including Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. All those are available to you at no charge, no obligation, no nothing. It's there for your information uh, on the website, Decker Retirement Planning, then under the heading Safer Retirement Education. Of course, you have questions, you just want to say, hey, look, I just want to find out where I'm at. I think I've got enough. I hope I've got enough. Can I retire? 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. And Brian, I thought this would be kind of a, a good time to do this. Our final segment, you just talked artificial intelligence for three segments. Let's talk about somebody that calls and really is kind of, you know, kind of waffling. Boy, do I call? I don't really know where I'm at, but do I call them? I don't know. Do I have enough money? How do I even know what questions to ask? When we give the number 833-707-3030, I always say there's no cost. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. Well, what happens when they pick up the phone and make that call? That's the fun part. So we get to meet them, find out what their their greatest focus, what their fears are, what their goals are in retirement. And I love being math-based. And Brad, you jump in here. I just love after that first meeting where we collect the data, uh, we find out their age, we find out their Social Security information, we put together a Social Security optimization report for the second meeting. We talk to them about uh, the biggest problems in retirement. By the way, it's rough right now. You're living longer than ever before. You have 30-year high inflation. 
uh, and you have a market that may be flat for the next 15 years, maneuvering through that, we've got the strategies in place to do that. And clients are concerned about that. We've got very smart clients that come in, they know these things, and they want solutions, and they're not getting their questions answered over at the banks and the, uh, the brokerage firms because they specialize, those are good people, but they specialize in um, mostly just accumulation strategies, and they know that retirement strategies are different. So, Brad, I just love how in meeting one, we find about them, what's important to them, what their goals are. We tell them how our strategies are different from the bankers and brokers, and then we put together for the next meeting Uh, The Social Security optimization reports where mathematically they can see factually and to the month how they can uh, start their Social Security in a way that benefits them the most, specifically adding another six figures to their Social Security benefits by knowing when to start. And then version one of their plan, and, and Brad, I'll just end it here and you jump in. I just love in that second meeting where they get to see how much money they can draw. And it's mostly always much more than they expected. Yeah. I think what you're just um, uh, addressing there is, is what we call at our company, the process, you know, it's, it's, it's the process that we follow as advisors and ultimately as, as an entire back office staff servicing advisor. I mean, literally everyone knows the process that we follow to get to the recommendations that we do. And I was calling it the plan earlier, you know, and talking about investment, exposure to things like AI or even using AI to, to derive investment recommendations. Um, yeah, it really comes down to the process that we follow to make recommendations for someone that is getting near or nearer to the to retirement or perhaps already retired. You know, someone that's there planning, uh, planning out a retirement that's several years out. Um, it comes down to the process that you're using to decide how you're going to use the assets that you spent a lifetime accumulating. Now, the alternative to this would be just if we plopped our clients in front of a computer or iPad-based questionnaire that assessed their risk tolerance. That's what most people are doing. You know, when they come through my office looking for an advisor, they're probably talking to five or six others. And when I lay out the six steps that we take to make formal recommendations, they all say, wow, that that sounds you know totally unique. I'm, I'm not seeing anyone that's doing this. Or Maybe if they are, if they do have a CFP on staff, it's, you know, you got to fork over your life savings before you get access to that person. You know, and the fact that we do all that process right up front, it's pretty dang cool. You know, it's, it's, it's giving people a, an actual approach towards building an investment strategy that accomplishes something. It's, it's not just a, you know, uh, statistical probability based investment strategy that probably produces a result that you might find uh, tolerable with a certain degree of risk, all these imprecise metrics. It's, it's using a process to land on exactly what you want to do with your money, given the stage that you're at now and the concerns or goals that you have for the money that you've accumulated so far. If you'd like to go through that process, all you have to do is pick up the phone, 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. And Brad's mentioned CFP a couple times. Uh, certified financial professional, right? No, planner. Certified financial planner. Yeah. So you throw those out there, and then I'm forgetting what it is. So you, you got to you – see, you're jargoning me right there, Brad. CFP, <laughs> certified financial planner. Uh, but that's a higher – partial. that's more education, obviously, to get that. You know, one of the uh, – Brad, are there any topics – do you think that bring people in that they're more concerned about 
you know, certainly back in 2000 to 2000, really nine, March of 09, Brian, you would have sat down with people that were really worried about their money. Holy cow. I've just lost half my money. My 401k is a 201k. I'm never going to be able to retire. What do I do? Well, now it's a little bit different, but now are there still the same concerns, Brian, for you? And Brad, you, you've you not done it as long as, as as Brian, obviously, but I just wonder the, the differences. Brian, maybe where people were considered, they really brought them to the table compared to now for you. And then, Brad, what are some of the reasons you think people come in to see? What are some of the big concerns maybe? Yeah. I'd say, for, I'd say for me, the biggest ones are – you know, they, they, they look at the markets, they look at the volatility, they don't know what they don't know. And uh, they, they, when they hear from a math-based firm things that are easy, con conceptually, easy to understand, they can piece together, they can connect the dots. When they see the distribution plan, it, it makes it so easy for them. Uh, their hands go on the table. They they just love what they see. That's really fun. And when we tell them how we choose the different investments by researching the highest net of fee return for principal guaranteed and risk accounts, they just feel very comfortable that dealing with a fiduciary, they're they're being looked after. Brad, your thoughts? Yeah, I think that I mean Brian Brian hit the nail on the head. You know, I think the the biggest change I've seen over the last couple of years, uh, just yeah, you know, one thing to add on to that is yeah, instead of people focused on their portfolio and risk metrics, and uh, I, I think I, I've seen more and more people looking to uh, make decisions that are wise for their their financial goals. And, and I know that sounds kind of generic, but it's actually really precise in my office. They're looking to make certain decisions now that produce a defined result in the future. I, I realized a long time ago that so much of my job was not based on something I can control. You know, rates of returns, Fed interest rate policy, uh, economic cycles. These are all things that I understand uh, understand how to handle, but I can't really control much of them, uh, much of the outcomes, and it's even harder to predict. Um, but that said, there are certain things that you can do. You know, people come through and they, they are very interested in tax planning because of the knowable, calculable uh, benefits that can happen when you have a thoughtful tax plan. You know, or, you know, Brian was talking about principal guaranteed assets. You know, the, the, the fact that we can decide to protect a certain level of principal is a decision that people want to talk about. You know, they want to know how much should I protect? What if I don't? What happens if I do more? Uh, understanding where we can actually take that control of someone's financial assets um, rather than just leaving everything up to chance. Those are some of the more fun conversations to have with people in my office. Ryan, final thoughts? Oh, just uh, buckle up. This is going to be a big, big quantum leap in investment uh, portfolio changing when we add AI. It's, it'll take, like Brad said, it'll take several years, but those that aren't on this new horse, is, they're going to be left behind. I just am very excited about what we see. We're interviewing and doing due diligence right now on some of the risk managers, and we're excited with what we see. So if you'd like to learn more about where you are on that road to retirement and the safer retirement process that Brian, Brad, and the team at Decker Retirement walks you through, tax minimization, certainly, risk reduction, income planning, insurance planning, estate planning. What do you need? What do you have questions about? The team is here to help. The number again is 833-707-3030. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 833-707-3030. And I'll say it again. I think it's one of the more important phone calls you'll make because we're actually trying to figure out where are we on that road to retirement. And if you don't really know, why not find out? There's no cost. 833-707-3030. 
Guys, enjoyed it. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great week. We'll do it again next week. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. That accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.